Look at the size of his head. It's tiny. Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 139. Dusty Hanshaw, Scott McNally, and myself, Big Ron Partlow. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, and... And ring the bell. There you go. And we're going to do a bunch of Q&A on It's Just Bodybuilding. So, Dusty? Yes. We have a lot of questions. I just, I'm pulling them up as we speak. Are you feeling older this week? Dude, you know, no, because I got reborn, remember? The whole almost died thing. I'm I'm one again. It's good. Fresh start. Plus, with the growth, you know, you're probably actually like six months, you know? I thought you were, I thought you were 40 for the second time. I'm good with that. Well, I mean, you figure the last 40 was a rough one, huh? <laughs> yeah, you sort of made skipped it, a year. I, I made it like six days before I tried to call it off. Never mind. Never mind. We're moving out of here. All right. That's oh, funny. boy. Oh, boy. Dude, I got I got so, my questions are all over. I hope you guys are ready. Scott, let's let's do what we do. Get on the YouTube ones first. All right. We got to take care of those who were asking. I saw there were some even on the most recent uh, video you just put up today. I got a bunch of them, but before I brought them up, I wanted to get your guys' opinions on two pictures that have been floating around. Uh, these were guest posings from the uh, the Pittsburgh. Wasn't oh, I thought you were talking. Oh my goodness! Not those pictures. Not those. So pictures. You're talking about other pictures. Look at that. Look at that. How about that? So that is the Derek that I hope. We'll listen to the show, just like I said, right after the Olympia, and just go into the open. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Holy because shit. He, no, I, no I mean this. I mean this on a lot of levels. Number one, he, he could he can win. We just watched him pose with two of the best um right next to him. And I know they're off season and different body fat levels, shit like that. But no one can argue he can't hang in size if he's hanging in size with Nick Walker blown out off season. Um, right. So there's that. And I actually don't think that anyone can hang with his shape in the open. Hmm. <clears throat> That's Look at the my belief. Waist, the lat to yeah. waist to the size of the legs. The X frame on that is, is just. Look at the arms. They're know. straight. His arms are yeah. straight and they look massive. Yeah. So I really do hope that he does that. And here, I'm, this is going to be like one of the compliments my dad would give me where it's actually mean. Um, if he goes to the open, he could possibly win an Olympia at some point. If he stays in the two twelve, uh, I think that Sean's going to beat him. Yeah, huh. because that body won't show up at two hundred twelve pounds. Huh. Right. So, so you're saying the weight, <clears throat> the weight cut will hurt him eventually again. Because yeah, he's, dude, well, I, mean, I don't know what he weighs there. But he ain't far from ready for a show. Yeah. You know, so I really yeah, just look at the think legs, they're hard. And not to mention money. He make yeah. more money taking third at the Olympia hmm. than winning like a lot more. I don't even know the, the numbers, but I can know that without even looking. So and I think the fans would love to see it, you know, 
Um, so yeah, there's that. I mean, I think as an open guy, if someone were to say that he could possibly win the Olympia, would you argue with them? Well, no. I mean, right now is a great time for the fact that there's a list of guys that go in the Olympia, you know? Right. Like, that's what's that's, cool about it right now. That's what I mean, because so, yeah, the same argument would be made, could Nick Walker win the Olympia? Yes. Yeah. I got that so picture, too. why not? Well, through, see through that, that tiny guy. Look at that. Look at the size of the legs on him. Yeah, he's massive. Look at the size of his head. It's tiny. (laughs) Do you guys remember? All right, look at that picture and then think of those old muscle head cartoons. (laughs) He is the muscle head guy. It's funny because, you know, we're so jaded by how everyone looks now that imagine if we saw that photo in like 1998 and just be like, fuck. Yeah. He looks enormous. Yeah, he does. And everything looks enormous, like literally shoulders, chest. I mean, there's there's nothing even remotely missing in his physique. And I know we, I know you don't have him, Scott, but the back shots, he and uh, he he and uh, and Derek. Derek were nuts from the back. Yeah. In fact, I also thought when they showed those that uh, that everyone looked the same until they turned around, and I was like, oh. There's a big gap between Hunter, Derek, and obviously Nick from the back. I didn't see anything from the back. I mean, I thought everyone looked pretty good. That was another thing. They looked great. Lunsford looked enormous for Lunsford. Obviously, he was like shockingly big. And, you know, Nick and and Nick Walker was obviously, you know, to see him in full offseason. You know, how big are you when 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 you're Nick Walker? And people are like, holy shit, you're huge. As if we didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Hunter also looked good. And Brandon also looked pretty good. Like, you know, I mean, look at the picture of Brandon. I mean, he's not in top shape, but I mean, still Brandon. Like, he's got fucking enormous arms. Scott, I just sent you the back picture uh, on your Instagram. Oh. I don't know if you can pull oh, it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please do. Oh, you sent it on Instagram. I thought you said yeah. send it on Do I text. need to text you? I can yeah. screenshot text you real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah, seconds. Here, in the meantime, in the meantime, let's just watch this classic video of Flex and Dorian, which is just like 90s goodness. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Here we go. Such good conditioning, eh? There we go. I mean, look at oh, them. Oh, shit, I never back. saw this photo. I didn't either. Yeah. I didn't see this photo. Damn. Yeah. I mean, though, like, they're all nuts, but look at how f- from, I mean, almost the waist up, their lats are coming out. Yeah. But still yeah. just enough to show the waistline, <laughs> you know? You know, this makes me happy for bodybuilding because I feel like, you know, we have had some bad situations that have happened in the past year or whatever. And I've heard a lot of people saying, like, you know, bodybuilding's dead and people are talking about downsizing. And I freaking like seeing people still embracing bodybuilding and doing what we what we love. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, Growing I, I agree. I, I loved it being a freak show. And I think, you know, a, a lot of people have this thought that you can't be a freak show without being um, reckless. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's not true because we had so many freak shows for so long. You know, what, what are we going to say? That that Jay didn't push it? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. but he did it the right way. He didn't go nuts. And I think that's where things have derailed a little is because um, this, I had a conversation with someone. I almost said his name, but I don't want to say it. Uh, that I will say is true for myself. Um, when I got into bodybuilding, there were certain things I said I would never do. And there are three or four things from that list that I did do hmm. once you get into it. Um, so I think <laughs> I that that's, dating her, you know, I said there's a couple <laughs> of things I'll never do. <laughs> you know, but really like, because I said I would never do insulin. I was like, ah, it just seems, you know, terrible. Just so many things go wrong and this and that. Then you learn a little more about insulin. You know how it works. You're like, really, you'd have to be a fucking idiot for it to go wrong. Um, So then you do it. Now, that being said, it was never something I utilized a ton of. But that's an example of something where I was like, never. But then if it gives you a little edge, you do it. The problem I find with, I'm not going to say the next generation, but the guys who've gotten sick is they're kind of willing to do all of those things. Sure. And then it becomes, well, how much will take me there? And I think what gets lost is the risk to reward. That's the only thing I push with guys is like, make sure you're glancing at the risk side as well. Because, yes, if you just look at the reward side, then doing all of it is better. Yeah. Um, but it might be very minuscule better with a risk that just shot up 30%. You know, so it's the same thing you would do in anything, in investments or anything like that. You have to look at both sides before you make a decision. Um, but that doesn't mean that the freaks have to stop. And that's what I hate is we have these – you know, passings and everyone's like, this has got to end. Everyone's got to stop. You know, bodybuilding is killing people. And I'm like, bodybuilding has been the fucking same the whole time. I mean, I got into bodybuilding because I saw a cover of Dorian Yates and said, what the fuck is that? I want someone to say that about me. How do I do it? Right. Yeah. You know, so that's my two cents. Dusty's two cents. <clears throat> That's right. right. You guys want some uh, some questions here? Uh, I just saw a video on YouTube of Big Ron on the boardwalk, Venice Beach, with Rich Piana. Any stories? Oh well, (laughs) Pat, we did a video a long time ago. Yes, we did a video that was just like so. We were in LA, and um, we were doing a mutant mansion. So we had all the mutant guys staying in a house. This was before Dusty's time, and Rich was on the team. And we were filming content. So we had like an intense shooting schedule. Like I would train with one of the guys at the gym. And then when we were done, we would go back to the house and shoot cooking footage. And the guys that had just shot their cooking footage would go to the gym and shoot their workout. We had like two teams of, of guys shooting footage. And we were like collecting all like every possible combination of mutant guy training together. And we were shooting all this content. And then one day um, we were like, okay, we're just going to go down to Venice Boardwalk. And Alex Ardenti is just going to try and shoot some stuff. And um, we're going to get shut down because they come around and they ask for permits. Like you have to have shooting permits and stuff. So we're just going to, Alex is just going to catch as much as he can until they shut him down. And then we're going to get the rest on our phones. And I remember this was like 2013. Okay. So like the (laughs) phones phones weren't that that great, right? (laughs) Yeah. So... So I was actually getting ready for the North Americans. I was like five weeks out of the North Americans. I was between shows and um, no one else was competing. 
So everybody was like, oh, yeah, we'll go to Muscle Beach and just like fuck around. You know what I mean? And we'll yeah. just get some footage. It'll just be fun. And Rich was all about that. He's like, you don't have to actually train. You just fucking pretend to train. You just fucking pump the arms, pump the chest, walk around, look good in the sun. Cameras will, you know, it's all about the cameras, you know? Right. But I was like, oh, fuck, I have to, I have to train. Like, I can't have a fuck around workout. I'm getting ready for a show. So I told the guys, okay, I'm actually doing back at Muscle Beach in the sun. Right. Like, I'm going to actually do back today. So, you know, and I told the ca- everyone with everyone who was filming, I was like, I'm actually training, so I'm not going to be in any of like the group pump up stuff or anything. So I was just doing my workout and everyone else was just walking around, kind of getting a pump and showing off for the tourists and all these tourists like, uh, well, first of all, we were walking down Venice and Alex was like filming us with his camera, but that lasted like a few minutes and that got shut down. So then we just went into Muscle Beach and started working out and, and Ryan and like some of the mutant staff were like filming with phones. And they put that video together, and I think it's up to like millions of hits on YouTube. Holy it's, shit. Of, of anything I've ever been in, it's got by far the most views ever. No kidding. And it's just, and it's not even a real video. It's just a shitty clip that went up. And it's like, you know, not good, but it just shows us working out on Muscle Beach. And um, of course, because it went so viral, it was the only video. Cause like some of Rich's videos got like a million hits, but yeah. none of, none of the videos with just me and them ever got a million, like a couple hundred thousand, some of them, but when they get viral and it goes to like the millions, you get a lot of normal people see it. So now you get the comments. Oh yeah. <laughs> so now you get like the real cut. Cause you go on like, you know, a, 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 you know, a, a video I'm in that has say 50,000 views or whatever. The comments are almost are all people. positive. It's all our Those community. People. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, thanks for the tip or whatever, you know? But when you go on a video that has like 3 million f- views, it's like, what the fuck is this? These guys look like fucking drug factories. It's fucking disgusting. Like, it was just <laughs> hilarious how vicious. And I just remember reading through the comments one day. Because, you know, some celebrities, they say like, oh, I don't read comments. Yeah. Joe Rogan says he doesn't yeah. read a single. He, Joe Rogan's like, I don't read a single comment on a single thing I ever do. Because you just can't. And, and here I was just getting a little taste of how toxic that is. I can imagine for a guy like that, it's like times a million on every single thing. Yeah. But uh, for me, I was you like, wow, these wrong. comments are mean. Yeah. Like, they're brutal. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of funny. And that was a long time ago. I don't even know if that video is still up. It must be. It's got to be. Yeah. You yeah, guys just saw it. Yeah, you just watched it. Um, uh, all right. I'll set you guys up for this one here. Uh, do this is a suggestion. Uh, he says, "Do a show on how great Get Big was, circa 2003 to 2009. How everyone read it and posted there. Uh, how it truly was ground zero of what's happening in bodybuilding." <laughs> that's a that's a twisted perception of of, of what you. Get that's Big was. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> that's an interesting. Oh, get big uh, was like purposely f- the cesspool diving into the cesspool <laughs> of negativity. I always felt like the guy, which obviously I know um, who ran get big, but I used to ask him, I'm like, I thought you liked bodybuilding. Huh? Yeah. He's like, I love it. I'm like, no, you don't. You literally have a, an entire space where you look for things to hammer on every single person. <laughs> And it just blew my, I mean, and the thing, I think the best part was that anybody who was in the mix didn't give a fuck. 
like someone I get big having a negative comment about you was like, who cares? That's yeah. the only reason they go to that website is to talk shit. I would feel like a loser if I wasn't annihilated on that website. I needed once yeah, a week. Like if they loved you over there. So you got torn apart over there pretty good, Dusty? Oh, yeah. I mean, we all did. If you have any, that's the funniest thing, too, that I always enjoyed was um, they would attack on something. And, and typically, this is what I love about uh, hate, like, I, I hate this word, but haters of bodybuilders. It's like when they'd be like, yeah, well, uh, you know, what, what's, um, Jesus, I just totally blanked his name, Ben Pikulski. Yeah. Well, Ben Pikulski has a shitty back. And he's like, oh, I do? I had no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought my back looked like Ronnie's. This is cra- like That's the shit that would blow my mind. So he'd be like, you have a blocky waist. I'm like, thanks. I buy the my only own thing, jeans. I know. The, <laughs> the only thing I ever remember reading about myself on Get Big, because like I was, I don't think I went on that website after 2003. So right. like I was just barely doing nationals, but I remember someone brought my name up once and someone just wrote, who cares? He's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh yeah, okay. That's this forum exit. Yeah. I yeah. didn't go on there after that. I found the video that he's talking about 10 yeah. million views. Holy shit. It's this one right here. And you were really going to work there. Like you were really training for that, huh? Well, I was training hard, but there's not a lot of me in the camera because I'm not trying to get seen for like, I'm, I'm like trying to just train. So I'm like doing barbell rows over in the corner of the pit. Okay. Yeah, it was funny. Anybody who's trained at that gym knows what it's actually for. Like the, the, the bars are bent. Shit's yeah, it's just rotten. a rust pit. It's, it's yeah. Shit mess. I don't even know why anybody does that. I've done it once. I mean, you so could technically you could technically work out if you just want to do like barbell rows and stuff. I think yeah. there was like a row machine that I used that had mm-hmm. plates on it, and then I did like barbell rows, and there was something else, you know, that was it for back. Yeah, but I just fucking went hard. So that's funny. I think we did that with Mutant on, when we went there for Mutant Mansion too, because I for some reason I trained there once. I was here. Okay. Yeah, five left. Last five minute crew. Uh, what do you wish, wish on your uh, gym nemesis accidentally biting into an omega three pill or have to dry scoop unflavored BCAAs, which is nastier? Hmm. Oh, I, I don't have a gym nemesis. Um, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. First of all, work on your work on your gym environment. Yeah. 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 I just have them removed from the gym, but uh, okay. Um, <laughs> but but I think that a dry scoop of anything would be terrible. Like, when I see people do that, I just always shake my head. I'm like, well, why? Why why did you do that? Um, but yeah, um, a powder like that would be unflavored. Would be nasty for sure. So I'm gonna go with that. I think that's gonna stick with you for a while. For my gym nemesis. Yeah, I had a gym nemesis once. Like I really? legit, I, yeah, I legit did, and it wasn't like when my. When you doing. saw him, were you like Newman? No, he gave me that look. He would Jerry. give me that look. There was, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was gonna do a contest, and he decided to do the same contest, and you know, I've always been kind of friendly with the guy, but at that point, then, like we were, of course, he, I guess, we became mortal enemies or something, and oh, he yeah. like he stopped talking <laughs> to me, but he started talking about me. To other people at the gym and he started telling people 
So it's going to come down. So he was heavyweight and I was light heavy. And he was like, so Scott's going to win light heavy and then I'll win heavy. And then we'll go to the overall, but I'm going to beat him because, you know, I'm a bigger guy overall, you know. And he's like telling people about how he's going to beat. And then and then I remember like I was in the locker room with a couple of my clients and I was posing and you know, we're going over stuff. And he was like for a half hour in the corner, like just like back here, just like watching the whole time. So then the That's show, amazing. here's the thing, though, then the show, the day of the show came and I was absolutely peeled, like one of my most peeled moments out of my mind peeled. And he his he had a coach uh, who uh, decided to have him. He, and he told me because he was nervous. He, he he got in line right behind me to weigh in, and because we had to do morning weigh ins for this show, so we're in line and they're weighing in on stage. And he's looking at me and he's like, "Are they going to have us like stripped down right up on stage there to weigh in like in front of everybody?" I was like, Same "Well, we're going to be still done." That's what I said. That's <laughs> what I said. And he was like, yeah, so uh, my coach uh, didn't want me to go to the bathroom this morning so that I would be able to, you know, hold my weight and make heavyweight. So they actually purposefully, he was that close, and he purposely didn't want to get into light heavies with me. <laughs> so, so let me, let me I got, I got to, I'm curious now. Did he even win his class? I don't think, no, I don't remember anything about that, no. Because I, I, I like, I could see someone looking at a show like that. When that's the way you're thinking, I always feel like that's when some guy you've never heard of comes in. Beat exactly, you, in class. you never know. It takes state fourth, shows. yeah, and yeah, you never know. How did show. how did you do at that show? I honestly I can't remember. I, I was never I was never the first place guy. I always got beat by the one guy. Like I've got some trophies here. That's like a second, a so, second, so at a second. I got beat by the that, one guy. You know, but that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Is you're approaching it like it's a bodybuilding show. Like I have to be in shape because anyone could show up. Yeah, I never gonna was bring... gonna be like the best, so I had to but be like he, I better he be was the so, fucking most peeled. You know, he was uh, he was thinking so small. He was only thinking of you. Yeah, yeah you so were the only the guys, other guy that could beat him. What about the guys that you had to deal with? What about yeah. the guys he had to deal with? Like he just saw the world was so small to him. It was you and him. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, in that gym it was. You never yeah, know. In that gym yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, that's I, a greatest story. That's one of your best stories ever. <laughs> thank you. It was weird, it. man. It was it was a weird, tense like few months. You know, training in the gym and. Him being over there, but him not looking at me—it was—it was weird, man. I don't know how you do that. I would have walked over and be like, "What? Are, what are you doing? This is weird. Don't be <laughs> fucking weird. It annoys me. I, I can't." <laughs> All right. Thoughts on off-season keto? Uh, do you get the calories in protein? If you get the calories in the protein high enough, uh, do you really need the carbs? Eskimo. No, you don't. No. Yeah. Well, you don't need carbs. Carbs aren't essential. If yeah. you wanted to do it, you could. You know, yeah, that's really just, the answer. At the end of the day, calories calories are like Lane Lane Norton put up a great video Hi. the other day. He was talking about all these things. He's like, "Yeah, but you know what really trumps everything? Calories." <laughs> it's like total calories trumps everything. Like, yeah, that's, that is the math. You know, that is he, just how it works. If he gets the if he gets the protein in, then makes up the rest in fats. You're good to go. Feel a lot of yeah. fun fat. All right, one yeah. last one. It's really important. What's scarier, thunder or lightning? 
was like, Brody, <laughs> man, what are, you, what are you thinking, bro? I think I think Brody's <laughs> <laughs> he's got the leaf there. Look at the well, leaf. He's got yeah. the leaf, right? So <laughs> we're good. See, I'm gonna Brody. I need I need a follow up. You're gonna answer below. How high were you when you asked this question? Yeah. And was it actually thundering and lightning? Maybe both were happening. And at the time, he thought, I need a thunder wow. buddy. That's what he was thinking. That said, yeah. well, we so appreciate the you answer. The answer to the question is lightning because thunder won't kill you, but lightning sure as fuck will if it hits you. Exactly. Yeah. Fact. That's a good point. That Fact. said, we appreciate you guys commenting, all that stuff. No matter oh, how high you continue, are. Really. Continue to comment high. They're the best ones. Yeah. All of them. Absolutely. They all are. But the Bernie, that means you too. Thank you. Yes. But do answer me. How high were you? Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Dusty, I let's do get one from you. Need no. All right. Here we go. Oh, no. Okay. One sec. Got to open. These close randomly. Oh, my God. That's what no. she said. Okay, we're going way out of our realm because they gave it to us, so fuck it. Okay, okay. I got three kids and stupidly cheated on my wife. Don't know if I want to stay except for the kids. Advice? Why do people ask me this stuff? I don't know what to say. Mm. Okay, what's the financial situation? Because, I mean, if you, you're going to be you know, splitting everything 50-50, so what's, it, what's that going to look like? Exactly. I like where your head's at here. To do. I, I, I don't even, I mean, all kidding aside, number one, I don't know why people ask me stuff like this. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, I, I read them sometimes and I'm like, of all the people you could ask. <laughs> so, so. You went with he, me. Well, there's a lot of other questions. So he, he cheated on his wife. Yes. Now. But he doesn't know if he wants to stay. Does he even know that she wants him? And maybe she's like, keep your dirty dick away from me. I don't know. Me- Maybe she's been cheating on him too. There's questions. Are they both mutually cheating and then like staying together for the kids? Wouldn't Maybe they just hilarious? found out they're accidentally swingers. Yeah. Maybe she's like, wait, <laughs> make everything easier. You, you've been swinging too? I've been swinging. We both yes! been swinging. We're swingers. <laughs> I we were in an open relationship. Their freaking marriage just, just went like this. It. Just, it just went. It's so good. Oh, I like you so much more now. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew you had the balls to do it. I'm so proud of you. That could be great. I've been fucking your friends for four years. <laughs> oh my god! Did you ever hear there was a there's a joke about that? There was a lady, a, lady, a guy asked, he goes, "Tell me something that's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time." And she goes, "You have the biggest dick of all of your friends." that's that's a pretty good answer okay well as long as it's the biggest as long as i win all right we're good to go so i'm the biggest then is what you're saying exactly (laughs) okay okay i can live with that that's pretty cool i didn't know that i feel Ah, good about that this is a good one for both of you guys i'd like to know do you approach an off-season differently for a client once you've done a prep with them? Well, I mean, you approach the off-season with all the information that you have. So if you've done a prep with them, you have slightly more information. So I guess it could alter how you would approach the off-season. But the base principles are the same. Like, you want to get them growing, you know? Obviously, you don't want to get someone 
unnecessarily fat. So coming off of a prep, you try to take advantage of certain things and there's certain things you'll do like cleaning out immediately and all that sort of stuff. But you know, I mean, the principles are always the same and that goes for what level they're at too. Like whether I'm dealing with like a young guy coming off his first show or going into his first off season or whether I'm dealing with like literally a pro bodybuilder, like the principles are the same. There's bases that you have to cover and yeah. So Scott, I would say that it, it, what, what it conjures up for me is thinking of somebody I'm already working with They're They've just competed. They're obviously extremely lean. They're going to be in an awesome spot to start an off season versus I, 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 the thing that I like irritates, not the right word, but disappoint is maybe the right word. Like, oh, I'm kind of bummed. so much worse. <laughs> it, it's disappointing when somebody wants to get with you and work with you, but they're not in a position to do an off season. Like, wait, we got to get you leaner first. Like, they, they come to you and they're already overweight. Oh, right. You know yeah. what I mean? And, it's okay. like, and, and sometimes you need to take what might be like a couple of months before you're actually really growing. You know what I mean? Like we got to get you into a place where your body fat's lower. And the way I explain it to people is like, if, if we're prepped, like if you're really dieted down and we give you a cheeseburger, like everything's going to pop, right? All those veins are going to be popping all over. You're going to blow up three sizes versus like, if we give you a cheeseburger right now, what's going to happen? Like, and if, you know, somebody who hasn't really been on a fixed diet, it's like nothing is going to happen. So we need to get you to that point where that cheeseburger is going to like make you expand in three directions and become 3d and vascular. Like until we get you there, you're not going to really make the best use of food. And so I guess the disappointing part is like, is somebody who is newer maybe in in works comes to work with you. Are they going to stick with you to get to that point where you can make awesome muscle gains, you know? Right. So that was the thing that I guess my, my brain went to. That's really good. Uh, another one. Um, and Scott, I'm, I'm jamming you first on this one because oh, shit. I've, I don't think I've ever touched this subject with you. Best way to put aside self-doubt. Well, I was trying to think of something funny, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's proving self-doubt. No, you need to <laughs> make it funny so it's not awkward. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I got I to gotta think about that one. Ron, do you have something? And then I can copy off you. Good call. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I just, sometimes I say stuff to myself, like, <clears throat> you know, you try to talk yourself rationally into why you should be able to do something. You know, you start saying things that are very reasonable, like, well, I know this guy who did it and yeah, it worked. Okay. Yeah. So why would I be worried? It should just work if I do it too. You know, like you try, like try to like bargain. There's been situations where I'll bargain with myself or maybe you've done it before, but now it's like, it seems like a big deal. You're like, I've done this before. You know, mm-hmm. you have that conversation with yourself, you know? Um, so yeah, it's self, self-doubt, you know, I mean, we have all different kinds of self-doubt and it hits us at different at points, but, and then I was also, also too, like the big thing reminding myself, like, um, like I was getting frustrated. I was riding my bike yesterday and I was trying to learn something and I was getting a little frustrated cause I was like, like a thousand attempts in and then made zero progress. And, and I just sat there for a second. I was like, well, the first thousand are out of the way. Hmm. Yep. Cause was this easy? It's not supposed to be easy. 
like who knows it might take 5000 but the person who gets there is the one that isn't concerned about how many thousand it's going to take they just keep banging them away mm-hmm. so just keep doing these and one day it'll click you know and just sort of like stay positive like that remind yourself that that everything is a patience is an amazing virtue mm-hmm. and 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 everything is we, we, we also get fooled into thinking things are supposed to happen quicker than they are. Even the older guys that grew up before the internet, you know, even, even we get tricked into thinking like how fast things should happen now because our expectations are so warped now by how fast things occur. Yeah. But when it comes to anything that you're working hard at, that's all in a, this speed thing is all an illusion. It's, it's still reps, 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 reps. Yeah. I, got I was going to say one additional thing to twist is not always, but many times self-doubt isn't self-doubt at all. It is the fear of how someone else will perceive your huh. failure or how long it takes or what happens. I think most people's self-doubt isn't self at all. What will someone even think that I am trying to do this? You see what I'm saying? And, and, and why would I think that I can do this or things like that? I have found for myself that, and I, and I don't mean this in that hardcore, like I do care what people think of me as a human. That's very important to me, but I don't care what they think about how I choose to live my life and what I'm trying to do. So that allows me to go for things that might seem nuts. uh, If I even wondered what someone thought. But what's interesting is on the other side of those things, I've had many public failures that I never hear about. Hmm. And I've had a handful of public successes. That's all anyone tells me about. Like, it's an interesting thing where I think the individual is so afraid of failing because of someone else's perception. You know, I mean, I know and and I wouldn't list them off, but I know very successful people in the industry who I've seen them try things like I'm going to do this and I see it's just gone. And I'm like, that didn't work. But I do know the five things that did. And I also know the 11 things that didn't. Yeah. You know, so I think that that's a big factor for a lot of people is the quicker you can literally not care what anyone thinks about how you're approaching your life, the better. There was a book. I can't remember. It was like how to fail properly or the, 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 the secret of failure, the secret to failure or something. I can't remember. I had like a funny title, right? But it was, it was gave all these examples of, of how sometimes like, you, you know, you mentioned how people will do things and then it sort of just vanishes from their, their plate. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like that project that they were mentioning is just gone off their social, gone off their link tree, gone Mm -hmm. off their website and that's like actually a very important thing to be able to do and he and the book gave all these examples of how companies came out with things and they had the time and money invested and then there comes a point when they have to go wow this didn't work Hmm. and they have to drop it but the companies that drop it faster always had like these great success turnaround stories with their next project and the ones that held on to that blood sucker and tried mm-hmm. to like make it work, tried to like <clears throat> massage it into a, a, a project that would work or, you know, try to give it more marketing budget and more push. 
most of the time it just became like a, a resource draining cancer that they wound up dumping later. And he gave yep. all these examples of like, and it comes back to like hire slow fire quick. Yep. You do the same thing with your own projects. You know what I mean? Agreed. If you're investing a bunch of time into something and it's just fucking not happening, it can be actually a, a successful thing to do to drop it faster. Yeah. Move on. You've got other ideas, you know? I thought you had something. some, Scott. I did. Oh. Yeah. So um, I remember I remember reading that when we're happy, the memories that we have are the happy memories and that when we're sad, we're more likely to remember the down times or the sad times. And I think that that's why when people get depressed, then they just like, oh, my life sucks. And they think back and all the th memories they have, their life suck too. So kind of related to that, I noticed that my confidence level will change at different points. I don't know why, but it's like conf confidence kind of is, is wavering where sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. And what I've realized I need to do is like the Scott that is real confident I need to almost like file that away because when I'm not feeling as confident, I can remind myself as weird as that sounds. It's almost like write a letter to yourself to remind you, you know, like, Oh no, you are capable. You do do this. You're very successful right. at this because there are times when I don't feel as confident, but nothing has changed. There's no reason for that. So mm -hmm. I almost yeah. feel like I just need to remember the good times in those times, you know? Right. Absolutely. It all comes down to what's going on in your brain. Isn't it fascinating? Yeah, like for sure. The, your brain chemistry can twist a little bit because of, you know, whatever has gone on in your day. And it can, you know, trigger that cascade of, of whatever it triggers. And all of a sudden, you, you're just having such a great day. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> it's funny. Very true. You know? What is the main thing that separates NPC competitors and pros? <clears throat> Besides the pro card, main thing, not um, the pro card. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, to 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 give credit to a lot of the the people at that level, you know, I spent a long time at nationals. I competed at North Americans. There's a lot of amazing, amazing bodybuilders at those shows that aren't gonna win a pro card. Um. They're going to be good NPC athlete, but they'll never be a pro. And I think that at that level with the effort and the, the information they're, they're accessing and what they're doing and obviously the drugs and everything, um, I think that genetics, I think that that's, you know, the cream rises to the top as macho man used to say, you know, <laughs> and, and I think that at the end of the day, everyone's doing the same stuff and it is the genetic elite structurally elite. If you're structurally elite, that is a massive advantage at the amateur level that pushes you to the, the first call out. And then of course you've got the, the shape of the muscle and this, the guys that can really put the size on. And, mm. you know, aside from maybe a factor of who can afford the most real growth, um, <laughs> that might be in there somewhere, but, um, it's mostly genetics. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I was there, I was in the show when Akeem won his pro card. I competed against Akeem Williams. Hmm. What was that? Akeem Williams is another species of human being, you know? Well, think about that. Football. So, so that shows a prime example. You had Akeem Williams in first, Michael Lockett in second. In second. You know, I mean, so 
as it dropped down, um, I don't know. I think I might have got third that year. I don't know. But uh, the point being is you literally watched. I think you were in the top five that year. Yeah. So it was uh, – I know I was, but I don't know where. But anyways, the point was is it was structurally and muscularly elite win second. And then you watched some of those genetic components start to drop for third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Right. You know, because at that yeah. level, I think the top ten were all nasty. Right. Most guys big, in shape, right? All this. Yeah. So yeah, that was the difference. That was a separator for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the end. That's the bottom line. I think if I could say this quickly, I'll try to do it in twenty seconds or less. A lot of the health stuff, because I know we're seeing the odd famous person that has gone. Right, we lost the bull. We lost Cedric. So we've mm-hmm. seen these famous people, like high level guys, go. But most of the health issues are happening at the amateur level. And it's the guys who are over drugging the fuck out of themselves to try to be a list competitors. And I was talking about this the other day that one of the main problems is you can't fix genetics with drugs. And it, it's most people don't realize that they don't realize that's what they're trying to do. They just keep raising the doses. Mm -hmm. Yep. Agreed. hundred percent. Okay. What's the next one? Oh, that was good. One too. more here. It was just about oh. twenty seconds. It was it was good timing, Rob. Well, he actually was looking at a clock. I saw him. Don't let him get excited. I was counting in my head. I was like, I want to see if it's actually twenty. I think it was like twenty six. So you're you're good. Uh, it's a little long. So long. It was long. Okay, I'm laughing at these. See, here's here's an example. I'm gonna put. It was just funny. A guy literally asked me, "Why do you think you never won a pro show?" I'm like, "Well, because I wasn't good enough." Like, yeah, it's not hard to say. Like, yeah, like it's a funny thing though, because I think that people would be looking for depth, like a deeper answer. It's like, oh, well, I was never going to do that ever. Yeah. I knew that when I did them. <laughs> yeah, politics. <laughs> um, okay, wait, you know what? There was one I wanted to hit real quick. I gotta find it. Give me two seconds. Okay, actually, I'm just gonna uh, ring it. Who is, who is the best? Um, and you gotta say why, because we're gonna probably have the same answer. Uh, the best ambassador for bodybuilding of all time. Uh, and the way they wrote in the question, because Rami is obviously very quiet as a Mr. Olympia. Um, well, it's, the best? Been, it's been Jay Cutler. Yeah. I could go Jay Cutler is a king. Jay Cutler is the king of all that is business in bodybuilding. I would argue He's- that Jay Cutler is still Mr. Olympia. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you, if you, Scott, I don't know if you go to many of the shows where you see them. Jay Cutler still like literally, I mean, I'm being extremely literal. You'll be sitting at like at an expo eating lunch, like in the lunch hall. And when he walks in, people stand up. Yeah. Like the room moves because he's there. And that's been happening for all these years. He's been retired. So so cool. Yeah. To me, he will, he will be Mr. Olympia a forever, but in the industry for as long as he decides to hang out. That is so cool. He changed a lot too after he retired. I I got a chance to ask him about that. It was uh, at one of the shows here in Michigan that he always comes out to every year, and um, I was shooting some video with him and the promoter Remy Berminga, and Remy had to go do some stuff. So I'm just standing there with Jay hanging out, and I mentioned something to him. I was like, "Yeah, man," because I'd met him before. I was like, "You really have opened up so much." And he, you know, he talked about how it's like, you know, he, he doesn't have to focus on bodybuilding as much anymore, but he also said some cool stuff. He was saying like how 
a lot of people are really excited to meet him, but that they're nervous. And so he, he talked about how he can like kind of put them at ease and talk to them and ask them questions and facilitate conversation because you can see like people get nervous around him. It just the, the ability to be able to know that and to be mm-hmm. able to read people and to be able to, because it really, at the end of the day, it's about the experience you have as the fan meeting somebody. Right. Right. And, and that he can really make that experience a real positive thing. Everybody I've ever known who's met Jay had a real positive experience. And I think that's fucking cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll be one sec. I got to plug my computer in. Oh, it's not fading. I was wondering why. <clears throat> no, but you're right, Scott. That was a, um, that was something that he's done. And I can say, uh, I don't know the list names, so I don't want to get it going, but there are other very well-known Olympians since we've been watching the sport who I've had multiple people share bad experiences with. Oh, I could see that. With meeting them. Um, and I'm not talking about Phil, for the record. <laughs> because I just realized how that sounded. Um, so it's just, you know, sh- and they were shocking to me. You know, I mean, I'm just going to say it now that I twist around. I had multiple people's, like, list and give me examples of terrible Ronnie experiences. That, okay. Like, when they explained what happened, I was like, what? Yeah. Because I know him. Um, and I've talked to him, and I'm like, man was having a bad day, but I've never had a day that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that it's, that that's key. Cause yeah, I, I think that even if you were to ask Dorian Yates, he'd probably say the same thing. I mean, Jay hmm. just, I think also the timing of what he was and how he approached his career. I mean, the first time I met Jay, I felt like I knew him. Yeah. Yeah. And that played a huge role. And for someone like me that doesn't get any starstruck, I was able to just walk right up and ask about his dog. And, you know. Jay was so big on the DVDs. Remember, he pushed out so many DVDs. Like every year he'd do a DVD that would be like full lifestyle. So it'd be like the same thing over and over. But he'd be at maybe a different gym this year. And, you know, he's eating different, slightly different meals and, you know, lifting different weights and wearing different tank tops and (laughs) driving a different car. You know, I had but all you'd see the same video, you know, <laughs> him and his big bowl of oatmeal fucking just sitting there, you know. So, uh, yeah, Jay was just that was a great era for connecting with the fans. And he sort of capitalized on everything because of Jay you Cutler. Know? I cooked my fish in a George Foreman grill on the patio, you know, me too. Just like Jay. I hated the smell That's in my house. Funny. So that was just an obvious choice yeah, for me. The Foreman works so out. good. The Foreman is oh, like yeah, six does. minutes. Yeah, fish is really. Yeah, it's and cleaning it takes like three seconds. Wipe, wipe, done. Yeah, yeah, amazing. I get to go. Amazing. I'll give this a try. (laughs) So I think that's pretty much all we have for the uh, solid ones. Get rolling. So another, another solid two day, one day. You you, you know what I'm doing today? I'm donating blood. That's funny. They're having that at the gym right now. From forty. Yeah, I'm going to uh, get a pint of blood out of me. And uh, and then I got three days off training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no training, and then I get my blood work Thursday morning. Wow! Are you, you doing that for health purposes or for the world to save people? Sounds like both. Purely health purposes. If someone else can use my blood, yeah, I guess give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> give it a try. Let me I get like some my blood. Let me get some of that round blood. I imagine it's better than nothing, <laughs> but. <laughs> There might be mine some, is enhanced. They should might be some to use metabolites mine. in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Awesome. So we'll see. We'll see what's in there. Test level might be a little over normal. 
you know, touch. little touch. Yeah. But it was good. I, I told them it's, I, I'm going to explain to her when I go in, it's very good blood. You know, I mean, I sure feel pro. <laughs> so you want to know what I did last time I went to give blood and I had all my appointments made all my appointments to give blood and then, and then take days off training and then have my blood work done, blah, blah, blah. And I go in to give the blood and I fill out the little thing and she goes, Oh, sorry. You were in the States 29 days ago. It's 30 oh. days. Can't donate blood. And I was like, I've been sitting here for half an hour filling out this fucking form and waiting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just annoying. So I had to cancel all my other appointments and call my training partner and go, I guess I'm training tomorrow. And, you know, get back in the gym, you know, like all that shit. It was just annoying. That's classic. So, okay. I'll let you know. I'll, 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 I'll show my blood work if it's any good. If it's total trash, we'll just pretend I never mentioned it. We'll just delete this again. off that episode. Call yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dusty. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, everybody. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment. And, and ring the bell. Ring the bell. And uh, help us out. And we appreciate you guys watching and commenting and asking questions on YouTube because Scott likes to give you guys preferential treatment. For sure. So keep that going. And remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding. All right. I guess. Good.